0: All right, guys. Episode 53, why output matters the most. This is a great topic because so many people get caught up in thought and input and dragging things with work, 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 when we're thinking about how hard things are, but we're not thinking about the results that are coming out the other end. And so sometimes you hear people (laughs) <laughs> we think we hear, and this is this is a piece of this topic that I was thinking of, is you you hear people brag about, you know, I put in 800 hours this week at work. And you go, oh, that's awesome. That sounds like, uh, I mean, you must be working hard. Guilty. What did you get done? And you're like, well, I mean, I, nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, at that point in time, then your output matters far more than what you put in. And then the quality of the things that you're putting in and the quality of the things that you're putting out are Probably more. What are we doing with all of these books? <laughs> and today on web we are going over our inventory of business related items that nobody needs, wants, or reads. Hold on. All right, guys. This pertains to what we're talking about. It is input. He's talking yes. about his input.
1: Hold on. That's probably is a little bit too high here.
0: We keep it here. We keep it loose here on psychic success. Today, today, I guess we are. Special thanks to our support staff for being able to to provide this excellent. No, I just want like this one, like this. Are we going to clutter it up a little? Gosh, I tell you, see what happens when we miss on a Tuesday? Is yeah, Wednesday's a wild off. and crazy so show? I
1: apologize. I was actually this is the first time I, it was my fault that we had a reschedule. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I had a good reason. I am part of the, or I'm on the board for the Blue Valley Educational Foundation, and Blue Valley is the school system that we are uh, in for my my area, and we went out and surprised teachers with grants. So that was fun, but and, very exhausting.
0: And that process is the teachers apply for yeah. a grant for a classroom yep. needs or whatever, and then the, the board decides what teachers are getting yep. funded for, and that's yep. awesome.
1: Yep. So I had a good reason. But, and that's something we also talk about too is making sure that you are getting involved with the community. Mm hmm.
0: I think that's extremely important. Definitely. So for, for my community involvement last week, I was a member of the PTA staff at the local elementary school doing their fit and fun day, which is right up my alley. I, think I saw that picture. There you go. How'd it that was, go. It was a whole lot of fun. 385 kids. Oh my goodness. Running around. Absolutely. Really <laughs> <running cool>. around. <laughs> and, um, then on the following week we were in Tomahawk elementary running PE classes a couple of days. So we're good for you. where did you get that idea? Oh, gosh, I think I got it from a friend of mine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Input versus output. So we have a bunch of books on our desk because I think a lot of us, including myself, especially, can get wrapped up into focusing too much on the input and focusing too much on reading, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos. The list goes on and on. But What it comes down to is output. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because an idea is great, but a great idea is nothing without execution. So we always have to make sure that at the end of the day, my coin term, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we should be focusing on what did we output? What did we create? What did we produce? Because that is all that matters.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm actually trying to pull up a website right now where i had just saw some quotes from employees that were always talking about things and as you say results matter most and one of one of the things that we hear sometimes from employees is you know like for example you're going out golfing and if i if we were you know coworkers then i come back in and i say how does that lazy guy, I, I can't trust him. He's never here. He never does any of his work, blah, 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 blah. But meanwhile, your sales numbers are as good as anybody in the companies. And so you get to take time off because your output is fantastic. Second thing that you start thinking about is deriving your goals from the, the realm of output. So if we're, we, we always talk about goals on this show. So like you're talking about putting in this effort, as long as it's providing something on the back end, then you're great. So we talk about goals. If you're saying to your staff, here's what we need to do. Here's when we need to do it by we're being judged on the output, not micromanaging the input where now I'm going to go to you and say, do it like this, be like this here on this time, do this kind of thing. Micromanaging even the the clock. So yep. we, we're going to install the the uh, little time card stamper deal on the wall. And, and you have to be here at eight. If you're here at eight Oh one, you're in so much trouble instead of worrying about those details, worry about what's getting done on the back. So it's, it should be set. So I think it's funny sometimes if we're, if we are running a small business and we get stuck with our staff and we're worried about, well, I'm paying you 40 hours and you weren't here at nine o'clock.
1: Yeah. There's more to it than that. I, 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 I think I, I actually I know. I used
0: to be like that. Mm-hmm. I think everybody is. Now,
1: kinda... now I don't really care what you do. Right. Just get, get your, the work done. Just get your list done. Yeah. Just get it done. I don't care what, how you do it. I don't care if you're jibber jabbing for you know, half the day. But if you get the things done right. by the due date, what else do I need you to do unless you physically have to be
0: on premise to complete the tasks? Absolute And your responsibility. Last week we talked about. I think it was last week is uh who is your CEO? Yep. Right. So here's an interesting thing. It goes like, there's always growth to this in my mind. It says, when you start your company and you're the only person there, you're a CEO, like you said, yep. but you don't have CEO skills. None. So over the course of time, you're going to continue to grow. You get your first employee. You're going to grow as a manager. You're going to grow as all these kinds of things. And it's really simple for us to be thinking that we're doing it right. Uh, in my, in my mind, I'm visualizing this, uh, iceberg that comes up with yeah. the, the image where the, just the peak is yeah, sticking out of the water, right? The, they apply that to everything. Every, all the time. Right. <laughs> so here, here's a, a deal. It says it's easy. And I'm pulling this right off the website that I was reading earlier. It goes, it's easy to focus on input. What time does someone come to the office? How long are they there? Are they sitting at their desk? Are they walking around? Do they play music? Are they taking breaks? Are they? IMing? How do they do their work? Is it, is it process? Is it are they there? Are they paying off? And as a CEO, especially, when you're that small business and you're looking at this person and you're judging them on those little details, those minute things instead of focusing on how that company is growing and what the results are on the back end, then you're getting caught up in things that are going to create a detrimental environment and it it further's you from your goals. Completely agree. And I'm- if we're just
1: talking specifically about our staff, and managing their output, mm-hmm. an important question might arise. How you, what's the best way to do this for us? I think you use the same thing. We use something called Trello mm-hmm. and we've created a pro, a system where everybody understands the general rules of using Trello. Mm-hmm. The first is clear out your board, clear out your list, Every single day, at the end of the day, before you start teaching, before you leave, whatever, whatever that closing period is, and that's the goal. Clear it out, and that is the number one thing you have to focus on. It's clear it out now. Each item on the list should have a due date because if there's no, and we talk about this all the time, mm-hmm. if there's no, it's not a time or day that this needs to be done. Will it ever get done? Smart goals, absolutely not. Time based, right? right? So then, let's say, for example they can't get it done in a certain amount of time or by that due date. They are not to change that due date mm-hmm. unless they've made it for themselves. Slate, Yeah, absolutely. Right? So then they have to ask whoever gave it to them. Can I have more time? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, that's fine. But that little process is huge. Accountability. Correct. Yep. But if you don't have this process in place and this system in place, mm-hmm. then it's going to be complete chaos. And this is what I've learned the most with having more than one person on the team is you have to have this process in place or nobody gets anything done.
0: Right. Absolutely. And, I, and this, for for those of you guys out there that may or may not know uh, Trello, Trello is a project management. That's free. That's It's a free project management software tool that application that you can download, um, use on your desktop, use on your phone, access from the web, et cetera. And even if you are a sole owner like working as the only person in your business it makes great sense as you're setting up this business to make sure that you're putting in those processes those deadlines and things and making sure that you see and i i think that one of the best areas here that would happen you're going to start seeing a lot of those red flags come up if you truly put everything in you cannot do everything yourself if you really put it all in there so you're going to start seeing the areas in which you need to hire where right. you could start building even a job description off of the items that you're putting into your project management tool because you would see the things that are struggling to get done or the things that take more time than you have to, to yep. give or to provide for it and it'd be great Yep,
1: and you're kind of watching me go through this process now all the time yeah. i've been watching you go through this
0: process for about a decade now
1: <laughs> so i've hired three people the last two weeks two weeks right seven about And I just came to a realization that, you know, I could die tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to die, not pursuing what I want to, like not pursuing that big thing. Mm -hmm. I might as well, I'd rather fail. I'd rather fail while I'm still alive than die because I was trying to be too conservative. That's
0: hilarious. That's the same thing that I said to you about versus. I yeah. said so I'd rather yeah. I'd rather the whole thing shut it's down all, and fall but, apart. But if you, you if you listen
1: and read about all these success stories, mm-hmm. they all say the same thing. Right. It's like they're living on pennies and they're like they went all in, and granted, that might not be the best way to, to handle <laughs> it. Right. But you kinda have to go all in or yeah. you're going to get mediocre results. Absolutely. This is actually a great story by um truett cathy. S Truett Kathy was the founder of Mm chick-fil-a and he talked about going through all those experiences but just going all in uh but going back to the topic of this podcast i cannot stress this enough and i am so guilty of just yearning for new knowledge and constantly looking at my phone reading articles and blah 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 Mm blah i can tell you so many Random facts. (laughs) I know a lot about a lot, right? But I'm getting to the point now where I'm focusing on the things that matter the most. We will get back to the podcast shortly. If you have been listening to the Sidekick Success Podcast for a while now, you might be wondering what's next. Visit SidekickSuccess.com and schedule a free business coaching call. This will be a no pressure, no used car sales conversation where we will get to know you and your business's goals. Some people want more customers, some want more income, while others just want to build a business that successfully operates by itself. We will then tell you with complete honesty what you need to do to achieve those goals. If you want to hire us as your coach and guide along the way, great can help create your action plan and hold you accountable if not no hard feelings you at least know where you will need to start again visit sidekicksuccess.com and schedule the free business coaching call we'd love to meet you and now let's get back to the podcast so for example i knew that in order for us to grow i needed to become a better leader mm-hmm. so there's a book in here about managing people hmm there's a book in here about finding out like what are the best ways to show my appreciation because it's not going to the blanketed approach that we always talk about doesn't work Mm -hmm. people not all people like money not all people like tangible things Mm -hmm. giving to them prestige right they don't it's all these all these different things because here's the thing everybody's so different so then my question for the Listeners are, is going to be, what do you really need to be focusing on for your input? Right. But
0: after that happens, you've got to start focusing more on the output. Right. You know, in, in, in a previous podcast at some point in time, I know that we had talked about a proficiency, a model of proficiency called the Dreyfus and Dreyfus model of proficiency. And I think that there is this capacity that what you see and kind of where I'm going through as far as this uh, new rebrand that I've done and and your business growth and everything else and every business owner that we're watching right there, this model of proficiency starts off at novice. You started off at novice, I start off at novice. And now where people get stuck the second phase of this, and it doesn't matter whether it's athlete development, business ownership, et cetera. The second phase is this advanced beginner phase. And in that phase, people start to think what you say, I got it. Yeah. Now I know. Right. And then right. two things happen yep. you either get bored or you start to feel like you can't do it. Yeah. You hit a, a ceiling. There it is. And so the people who get past that, are the people who continue to move through the stages, but we always say in martial arts, it's so clear. You're like the people who can get a black belt and keep going Yep. are the ones that get it or yeah. the right, you know, you're a, you, you know, whatever you want to call it, true black belts or any of that kind of thing. And then the color belts, not everybody gets to to the end. Yep. And so in a business owner scenario, you ask yourself, do I get to that wall and feel like Now I've got to really find out the secret. So you're, you're now standing on the tip of that iceberg and there is so much underneath it and you got to start taking the direction that you want to go in order to understand all of the next phases. And that's what, like for you said, leadership is the piece. And I, I go through the same thoughts for me. I say what I'm focusing on right now is really having a substantial brand story, a substantial Uh, list of benefits, tangible things that I can talk to people about of how this, what I do yep. services my customers. And prior to needing to get more staff, I need to make sure that I've got my ducks in a row. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, what we all, what we say in here, people get stuck in that rat wheel of, I need new students, need new students, need new students. They're like, but what about developing your business? Well, if I get new students, I'll develop my business. Yeah. Okay. Get back on the rat wheel. Well, I just need help. So I'll hire one of my 14 year olds to help me. And what did yeah. you just say a second ago is quality. Right. And Man. that just,
1: that just goes into the half half fast approach. You're missing, you're missing it. Just, I honestly, and I, I'm just going to say it. I hate, I hate that half fast approach mentality. I cannot stand it mm-hmm. because it never works. Yeah. It's, it just never works. It right. doesn't matter what you're doing. Like put take, some, take your time, mm-hmm. put some conscious thought into it. Right. And usually it takes an extra five minutes to make it Better. excellent. Good night. It's good like, to great. Oh. Good to great. takes sometimes five more minutes. Yeah. Just the most minute tasks, right. like even around like your business or your house, like, and then I'm guilty. Everybody's, I'm very guilty of this. Just like, pick up the piece of trash and put it in the the, can. That's hilarious. That's exactly what I was just thinking. It's either you didn't see it
0: or, or you just are a very, very lazy person. You know, I don't know if, if everybody out there is like this. Here's me walk through the space, see a leaf on the floor or something that blew in. And sometimes if I'm in a hurry, I'm walking past it and I see it and I know I saw it. And then here's what happens. Step, step, step. What would I be asking my staff to do right now? Don't walk over that piece of trash, pick that thing up. Yeah, go back, pick it up. Does't yeah. take that much time out no. of my day. No. but I get stuck in my head like now I saw it, I know it was there. I need to pick it up. This is my job. This is everybody's job. I can't wait for somebody else to do it because everybody else will have the same attitude that I do, and that piece of trash needs to go. But it like instantaneously, it's like step, step, step. Oh no. You personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I,
1: I have I have a battle in my head. Yes, because it's like, well, should I do this? Yeah, or should, yeah,
0: yeah. That's just that's hilarious.
1: Up, just pick it up. But anyways, going back, so um, let's quickly shift gears mm-hmm. to the level of input. I think that new st- business owners should should focus on. I think there's a there's just like a baseline mm-hmm. that you
0: need to really um, focus on and, and obtain. I want to go two things first. First thing is a lot of that input output needs to occur prior to you being a business owner. Yeah. Get ready to be a business owner. That's why I said,
1: get your fundamentals down. Yeah,
0: Like know how to read
1: your own books. And this is my, one of the biggest things I went to business school I took accounting. Right. And I got about 50% of it. Yeah. I didn't get it until five years ago. <laughs> like, really get it. Balancing. And I still,
0: I'm like, man, nah, 95, 90, 95%. Looking at USAT fun financials each year. Yeah. Like this. Yeah.
1: Shoot me. <laughs> but you got to have a general understanding. What is a balance sheet? What is a PL? Uh, what's the difference between revenue and income? Right. What What's the difference between those things? And, reading a book, maybe like Profit First. That's, right. that's a great book to start with mm-hmm. to get your finances in order. Right. Maybe the next one is, is uh, E-Myth. Mm-hmm. That's a great first read for all new business owners. But that level, needs that baseline level needs to be there. And then, so let's say before you, you open your business, the ratio should be 90% input, 10% output. Okay. And then after you open, then I would say it would, it would shift. Yep. To maybe 70 30 mm-hmm. no i would say once you open it's going to be more of a huge flip-flop to ten ninety. right and then once you get your business going then it shifts back and it starts to kind of go backwards mm-hmm. where maybe it's it's 20 input 80 output and then it but it never ever will go more input than output right because you're not getting anything done yeah you have to Make sure you're heavy on the output. And this is something that I punch myself in the head with every single day. Even for myself, I don't know if you do this too. In Trello, I have basically one board, mm-hmm. okay? So follow me here. One board that is has a title of my someday maybe thing.
0: Yep, yep, yep. We've talked about that. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm. And then each column, is it goes from 10 years from now five years from now three years one year this month this week today right so whatever i need to get done today i pull from my week list Mm -hmm. so i make a list every i'm trying to do this but i'm not perfect every sunday on my week list these are the items i want to get done by friday and then every day i move those over and then i do an audit on myself by the end of the day And then I hold myself accountable and say, did I get those things done? That's in the today column. Right. Right. And if I didn't, then I know that I failed. Okay. So the goal is, first of all, don't put too many, because there's only so many, Time. get the most important things that need to be done now Mm -hmm. and then put them in the today list. Once you get it done, great. You put over to done and then. At the end of the day, what you should be doing is pulling more things from your weekly list that you already made and then over. And get ahead. And then Sunday, you pull things from your monthly list over to your week. Right. And it keeps shifting over. This comes from the book, The One Thing. Right. This is the only way you're going to get stuff done. Because I am so guilty of this, and I think a lot of people are too, putting out fires and just doing little minute, stupid little tasks that don't lead to anything. Right. There's nothing behind it. And that's kind of the next topic unless, this, like, if you have other other things to talk about, but I really want to talk about the different qualities of output,
0: right? Because output is not equal. Mm -hmm. There's different levels. Mm -hmm. Well, if, if we want to say that, if you're thinking like goals and milestones as being output, then of course there are goals that are as like, or not as important and goals that are very important. And if you think about even like the idea of, um, measuring success, some successes aren't equal to other successes. They're all successes, but it's, you got to make sure you do it. Um, I was, I was still going back through and what I, what I was looking at on here is a website called learn to duck which is something in regards to business management and, um, it said that building a culture and management style that's focused, which you kind of talked about, learning your your management style is focused on the output and changes how you manage your team, which is an interesting deal because like we were talking about is um your personal process. Yeah. Now, if your personal process then is starting to filter down to the people who work underneath you and they start following that same process, now you're building the culture. And what it kind of what it kind of alludes to here is you start to get into a habit of communicating by the way of goals and requirements and timelines to get there, which is no longer being graded on how hard you work. Yeah. Which is way better than, and it's a lot more of a relaxing environment. And that's a very subjective thing.
1: Yes. How do you even measure Right,
0: that? Because if you're the CEO and you're thinking, well, I'm here 80 hours a week and I'm looking at you and you're only here 40 and I'm mad at you because you're not working as hard as me. Well, maybe it takes me eight hours yep. to make that piece of lasagna and it takes that guy two minutes.
1: To be honest, that's what I'm focusing on right now. Right. How do I get more done without killing myself? Right. And without being away from the people that matter the most my like wife and kids and being obsessed with constantly working on the business. Right. Make your list. And I think the other book is four hour work week. Oh, I love four hour. Work yeah. Week. Which part of it I'm like, <sighs> man, kind of, I want to outsource But here's some of but my, here's my to thing: like Guatemala right. or something. I don't right. know how to do that. Eh. <laughs> here's my thing. Like, it's not that I, I don't want to work. Because I will work until I die. Right. I, I, of course, maybe when I'm 75 years old, I might change my mind. But I think retirement is most it's imp- like most most die. overrated. You die. Yeah. It's like retirement. Retirement is like, equals death. Yeah. Because then your brain stops getting challenged. Things become too comfortable, and we lose our purpose in life. And when we do that, then our our body, in which I think, just starts to go. You know what? You're not really serving a purpose on this earth. So you're gonna start dying now. Okay. But when you're challenging yourself every day and you're serving a purpose that's bigger than you, then your body's like, all right, I will fight. I will keep this. fighting. Yep. Even though I'm getting old, I will continue to fight yep. because you've got to serve a purpose. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's uh, kind of get wrapped up today. I have three little tips that kind of go in as far as how we are looking at this output idea. Kind of, uh, and again, it's a little back and forth in regards to what you're viewing as input and output. But here's one input and output can both be useful, but focusing more on outputs than inputs when measuring your performance is key. So we focus on output as our measurable input is important. Like you said, depending on where you are, 10%, 90%, 90%, 10%, where are you in the process? But make sure you're always measuring on output and then figuring out how much input is necessary in order to get that done. Number two, focusing more on output also allows you more individual freedom to get things done rather than micromanaging yourself where from, I'm not saying that keeping track of what you do is not micromanage you. What I'm saying is when other people are free to help with the process and say, this is due by next Friday, not what are you doing right this minute? What are you doing in the next yeah, minute? What are you doing in the minute right, after that? Right. And now if you know that the deadline is a week from now, we're golden. Get out of the way and let them get it done. Now, that's where the last thing comes in. While there are some people who do like to have that constant oversight, yep, yep. other people tend to rebel against it and would like to have this more performance-based goal. So the, the idea behind it is you're – you may not be surrounded by or hiring the right kind of people if the people that you are hiring aren't interested in having an output-focused relationship. Yep. And it, it just comes down to culture. There you go. If
1: you are a person who likes to micromanage then you better find people who want to be micromanaged and then the opposite, obviously. All right. Uh, my little injection will be output is extremely important and that's what matters most. But the quality of output also is the most important so when we think of quality we have to start thinking about well how is it connected to your biggest your big goal and if it's not connected then that doesn't count so i can i can do a thousand tasks today Mm -hmm. little tasks check my mail delete right comb my hair right all these little things you can get done and let's say you you pile them up like your list is huge wow i had a lot of output but Then you look at them and none of them have anything to do with your long-term goal Mm -hmm. you failed right but you did one big thing the next day that was maybe a lot smaller if you compare them but then the quality of the output that's then it's connected to your big your big term your big big term your long-term goal then you won you're successful